Yeah, no, and 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 I don't know if other police departments do that uh, if they if they go to that level, but uh, for me, you know, uh, just to be a part of that is amazing. It's it's you learn a lot from it. So when you hear something on the news like the uh, shooting that happened last Monday, you know, it, you you think about it differently also as a citizen. Now here are your favorite Arizona podcast hosts, Jeff Chief Walter and Sergeant Allison Simpson. Hey everyone, welcome to the latest episode of Shop Talk. I'm your host, Chief Jeff Walter of the Scottsdale Police Department and my trusty sidekick, Allison Simpson, Sergeant Allison Simpson, who's always got so much to say and uh, usually takes over <laughs> the entire podcast. Uh, happy that we're together again in November, just before Thanksgiving. At least we're recording this just before Thanksgiving and so... Um, I'm excited. I'm excited for Turkey Day. I'm excited to, you know, actually have a couple days off. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't really have any days off in this, yeah. job, in this job. Uh, but hey, that's uh, that's okay. I, I you just jinxed it. I know. Totally I raised my did. hand right, Allison. I raised my hand and said <laughs> I wanted to do this. So I realized now, three years into it, that when the city manager called me on October 15th of 2020, I realized today that the answer, the right answer, was no. You love every minute of it, Chief. <laughs> you love every ask the chief question about uh, the vending machines. I do, I do. <laughs> yeah, for those listening, we do uh, some internal uh, communications as well, some little programming. We do uh, chief talk every other month, and then we do uh, opposite months. We do ask the chief, or you can ask me internal to the organization. You can ask me any question that you think is uh, totally appropriate. That's <laughs> so scary. I don't. <laughs> We, uh, we get some amazing, well, honestly, we get some amazing questions. So we resolve issues and, and uh, really communicate well, I think, with our organization. But on occasion, we may have gotten a question about, hey, Chief, the vending machine <laughs> uh, prices are too high. Is there anything you can do about that? Because the candy and other things are getting stale. Yeah, after everything that's going on in the world, the vending Yeah, machines. vending machine. I said, oh, you know, we're doing all right in our organization if uh, you got a vending machine question. So anyway, happy to be with you. We have an amazing <laughs> guest today uh actually an amazing partner and it's uh it's not somebody that we don't know it's somebody that is very well connected to the scottsdale community and the scottsdale police department we'll get into that momentarily and uh, it's uh, joey turry and so uh we're excited to to talk about hospita- the hospitality industry and the caesars Re- the new opening of the caesars republic here in 2024 uh, that we're going to get pretty excited about. So we're gonna, we'll talk to Joe here momentarily. Uh, I know that you've seen Scottsdale PD in the news uh, a lot lately, and so I love to just check in with everybody and, and let everybody know that we are okay. Everybody in the Scottsdale Police Department is good. We were involved in an officer-involved shooting uh, last Monday. Um, and so, uh, so for, yeah, I get a lot of questions, and I've gotten a lot of questions over the last week or so, and I think this is an interesting component of that. Uh, I was out to dinner with some friends, and they're like, "How come Scottsdale PD was in Mesa?" Ugh. Right, and it's so it's interesting that um, so the the officer involved shooting with four of my special assignment units detectives took place in Mesa uh, a week ago, and so yeah, that's the question. And so, like, I love to share with people, uh, especially people who are from back east, where y- your your police officer certification is very specific to the jurisdiction you work in. In the state of Arizona, that's not true. When you are certified as a peace officer in the state of Arizona, you have statewide jurisdiction. Thus, and thankfully, 
you can go from city to city and town to town in Arizona following the bad guys who committed crimes in your city, in your jurisdiction, and you can arrest them in another jurisdiction. And so that's what happens all around the state of Arizona, especially in the Valley where crime is so transient and we have such a massive freeway system. So people are committing armed robberies in Scottsdale, which this crew had been doing. So if you commit an armed robbery in Scottsdale, likely you're also committing armed robberies in Mesa or Chandler or Phoenix or Glendale. So um, we would never handcuff ourselves to say, oh, well, you're outside of our jurisdictional boundaries, so somebody else is going to have to arrest you. That would seriously and negatively impact uh, reducing crime and arresting bad people uh, in the state of Arizona. And so we follow our bad guys uh, wherever they might be running to. And in this case, uh, they were in Mesa at the time that we picked them up and, and they had committed an armed robbery. So uh, all everybody's doing right on our side. Uh, all four detectives who were involved in the shooting are all well and safe. And um, yeah, Mesa PD is doing the investigation on that since it took place in their city. We do the administrative investigation or what is referred to as the internal affairs investigation. The suspect was uh, was killed on scene. Um, after firing a whole lot of rounds at us. So, um, yeah. It's intense. Very intense. Uh, very intense. And all of those things, you know, in a police career, they cause trauma. And that's a lot of, that's a lot of the reason. And we'll, we'll wind up talking about it here on, the, on one of our next shows is the significant wellness initiatives we have in the organization and that we're moving forward with. In fact, we uh, just put a, are just putting a, one of our sergeants into a new, um, wellness coordinator position we'll be putting one of our one of our officers into another full-time wellness uh, position to to uh, really bolster the work of that sergeant uh, in the well as the wellness coordinator so I feel like when people talk about us being in Mesa it's like a game of tag like if you go outside the city you're right. scot free like that's okay that's not actually how it works yeah the yeah. other thing that I'll hear is uh, I'll talk about some incident that took place some violent incident or you know, a homicide or a shooting, you know, outside a club or something that goes on in, in, in the city. And I get this from on, on occasion from a, a quizzical citizen in Scottsdale. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. This is the third officer involved shooting we've had this year. Uh, all three of them we've been shot at first. This is the second officer that that's been shot this year. Um, yeah. And, or I talk about the 123 arrests we made at the, our human exploitation and trafficking unit during Super Bowl last year, and that uh, I'm, now I'm now I'm very uh, intentional. Like yeah, the operation we ran was in Scottsdale at Scottsdale hotels. 123 arrests of the 300 arrests made in the Valley during that operational period, and people are freaked out. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Scottsdale and Phoenix, those are the trafficking areas. Uh, we have, and there's no irony that we have Joe on with us today. Uh, we'll get to that, but in the resort community and all the major special events we have, uh, the vibrant nightlife that we have, we're a very busy place. And so now we are also a very safe place, but. But that's uh, because we handle our stuff once it happens. Yes. Yes. You have the finest police department in, in, the, in the state of Arizona in this part of the country. In fact, and I don't know, we've mentioned this before, the only duly accredited municipal police agency in the entire state of Arizona, which means we follow more than 500 model policies, practices, training, and procedures that make us great. Awesome. So anyway, a lot of fun. Yeah. Last week was, uh, last week was a, uh, was a tough week. Cause I wound up after that, that officer involved shooting and spending a lot of time, a lot of time with our folks. Then I had like, I don't know, like five speaking engagements 
throughout the and people are like, what do you think? So mentally drained, I bet. Ooh. Yeah. And then I finished my Friday with st- Struggle Well, the struggle new Struggle Well class, which was terrific. And we're going to continue to put a lot of our people in the Struggle Well class. So a lot, a lot of changes since uh, 1994 when I first started and a lot of emphasis on wellness for our employees and really taking care of one another. Um, because I think that as you look at the generations beyond my own, uh, I'm a Gen Xer born in the quality, high quality of the year of 1970, seven zero. God, he's the old guy in the organization. <laughs> Some of our listeners out there, you're like, he's not the old guy. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm not the old guy. The, yeah. We need to, we're, we're working on uh, building resiliency um, in all generations, but certainly in our newer generations too, resiliency and some um, true wellness components. Hey, 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 you, yes, you, with the headphones in and the I'm listening to an awesome podcast look on your face right now, guess what? It's the season of giving, season of sharing, and the season for, well, let's be honest, of regifting that fruitcake cake from last year. No, let's not do that. Here's an idea for you. I got a much better idea. Why not share something everyone will actually love, like this podcast, the Shop Talk podcast? It's great, isn't it? Spread the joy. Let your favorite people in on the secret of your audio happiness, and who knows, maybe they'll get you something better than the pink bunny pajamas. Now let's jump on in, introduce our guests, and get back to chatting with Chief Walther and Sergeant Simpsons. Today's guest brings nearly 30 years of hospitality experience to Caesars Republic Scottsdale. Serving as general manager of Saguaro Scottsdale for nine years, the opening director of sales and marketing at W Scottsdale for six years, and regional director of revenue management for all of Starwood's Southwest Hotels for 13 years. During his tenure with Starwood, he was also a leader in their process improvement effort, acting as a black belt in Six Sigma at the Phoenician Resort. A Scottsdale resident with long-standing roots in the community, he serves on many boards, including the Vice Chair of the Board at Experience Scottsdale, Education Chair at the Arizona Lodging and Tourism Association, Board Member of Chief Walther's Community Engagement Group, and the, the Scottsdale Police Foundation. Please welcome to the show, Joe Ituri. Joe? Joe is with us, and uh, Joe, it's great to have you here. You know, you and I spend a lot of time together and have spent a lot of time together over the years, and so I was like, you know Bring, we need to get Joe on the podcast because um, he's like Mr. Scottsdale. He is very connected to Scottsdale <laughs> and and uh, the community and the PD, and uh, he's got some really exciting things uh, coming up. So, Joe, welcome to the uh, to Shop Talk. Good morning, Chief. Thank you so much for having me here. You uh, bet. I can't believe it's the twenty seventh. Uh, this is the twenty seventh episode. Yeah, that's, that's hard to believe. I remember when you started these. <laughs> it feels pain. It's just <laughs> it's just as painful for me as it is for you, Joe. That was pretty funny, actually. <laughs> if this makes me feel any better. Uh, I, I am two years older than you are. Yes. So thank yeah, goodness. you're not the old uh, the old one of the crowd. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Allison makes me feel uh, a bit old. Yeah. So no. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, I really I, I'm excited. So, so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? I mean, you have a great connection to Scottsdale, and uh, and and then um, just tell us about yourself, and maybe maybe how you got into the hot. Because we're going to talk about the hospitality industry. We're going to talk about Caesar's Republic. Um, kind of give us your bio. We'll sit back and just uh, and Allison will continue to drink whatever she's drinking in that cup of hers, which is really weird. Um, <laughs> but uh, we'll we'll get to hear from you and kind of what's how, how you got here. Sure, sure. Well, um, there's not a whole lot to it. You know, I'm originally from Nevada, uh, which is kind of full circle for me with Caesar's Republic. 
uh, but grew up in Lake Tahoe area. And uh, there was a Caesars. That sounds very nice. It, w- it wasn't bad. Who wouldn't want to grow up in the Lake Tahoe area? Well, yeah. no. It, okay. Always, always outdoors. Always, uh, always something to do. That's for sure. Um, but uh, there was a Caesars hotel there. And um, as I, uh, I, I had an inkling that I wanted to get in the industry, uh, especially growing up around it, and a lot of my family's friends were uh, involved in the casino uh, business, but I always knew I didn't want to be in a casino. That wasn't my, my thing. So I uh, kind of went the direction of hotels, uh, went to UNLV uh, when the Rebs were running uh, in 1990. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, you had the dream team Smooth. there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, went to a hospitality program, uh, graduated, went to La Jolla, uh, at the Sheridan Torrey Pines, right in the 18th fair with the Torrey Pines Golf Course. Uh, it was a great place to start. Was there for a few years. And then I had the opportunity to come to the Phoenician uh, to right when uh, ITT Sheridan at the time had purchased the property. Uh, my plan, my wife and I's plan, was to be here for a year then go back to San Diego. And I never went back. <laughs> I absolutely love it here. This is a great place to live, raise a family, uh, just a great place to be. So I'm starting uh, to question you a little bit because <laughs> I was just in San Diego uh, for the International Association of Chiefs of Police annual conference. And we, we went to Torrey Pines because there's a like a, preser- a reserve down there. You can hike down in that area right. down to the beach and the cliffs and all that. And it's gorgeous and the weather's amazing. And you traded you traded that out for 115 during the summer. You know, well, God we end up, we end up awesome. going to San Diego in the summer here. So it's almost like you have the best of both worlds, you know. Oh, that's yeah. true. That's, that's perfect. perfect. Winter yeah. Yeah. Yes. It, is be- yeah. it is beautiful right now. <laughs> that's much so, better. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good spot. But uh, yeah, I was at the Phoenician for 13 years, um, worked there. And then I opened the W Scottsdale. I was the first person hired for that property. I think that's and when you and I met, Joe. That's when that's we when met. when you were at the W, and I was the downtown commander at the downtown time. Downtown commander, yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I invited you over for lunch. Yep. Um, you had just been uh, promoted to that position. And uh, at the W, we tend to keep Scottsdale PD fairly busy uh, with a lot of activity. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> <laughs> so I figured, you know, it's a good opportunity to get to know the commander here and, uh, you know, uh, uh, become friendly with him. So uh, that's when we had lunch together, Sushi Roku, I remember that. So I was there for about six years, and then I opened, and then I went to the Saguaro Hotel uh, as general manager. Uh, I was there for about nine years. That was a that was a, a long nine years, but it was a great property. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd have lunch there, and the food was great. The, the street tacos were great. Street so. tacos were great, yeah. and uh, yeah, it's uh, it was a good spot uh, right down the street. And then uh, I had an opportunity to to uh, get involved with Caesar's Republic. Uh, it's uh, Caesar's first non gaming property in the country. Uh, they chose Scottsdale to put their first one. And there's about 22 uh, Caesars Republics that are uh, slated for the rest of the country. Wow. wow. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. They, uh, back in 2018, Caesars um, wanted to develop a non-gaming brand in their top feeder markets for Las Vegas. So, um, you know, you have places like Dallas, Hollywood, uh, South Beach, uh, all the top feeder markets. They wanted to stay top of mind with all their customers, uh, build their loyalty program, and really just kind of grow this brand uh, in addition to what they had. As a matter of fact, uh, Caesars Republic is the only brand they have uh, that carries a Caesars name other than Caesars Las Vegas. Uh, so it's, it's a pretty high exposure uh, opportunity for them uh, throughout the country. Um, so we, we uh, you know, this whole thing developed in 2018. Rick Huffman is, uh, uh, he is the owner uh, and operator of the hotel uh, with HCW is the name of his company. Um, and um, he developed this relationship with somebody that worked at Caesars Entertainment uh, way back when. Since then, it's gone through, I think, uh, two ownerships and I think three CEOs. 
uh, but they're as excited today uh, at Caesars Entertainment about the Caesars Republic brand as they were uh, when they first began, uh, going through those three gener- generations of people. So, That's so cool. uh, it's a fun brand. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, we're excited. You know, I've watched uh, I watched actually a couple of the hotels kind of being built, the Caesars Republic Hotel and what I I just call uh, the Maya Hotel. I don't know what the name of that's going to be when when that's done. So to see them kind of almost. I don't want to say competing in terms of uh, who's going to get done first, <laughs> sure. um, but but exciting because again, it's just going to add to the to the vibrancy uh, of the downtown area, and, and it's just um, it's it's a great it's a great project. So, can you talk about the project a little bit and any any challenges you have and when you're going to open and some of the cool things like the I think it's the seventh floor pool and all that kind of stuff that's going to. I'm sure be extremely vibrant and uh, it might, it might, it might garner a call for service or two depending <laughs> yeah. on, on uh, for the PD. We'll, we'll see, but that was such a nice term. Vibrant. Right. Be very vibrant. <laughs> There's a level of vibrancy, you know, and p- uh, pool parties and, uh, yes. you know, things that go on in pools, pools in old town. <laughs> yes. Yes. Although, yeah. you know, we are, our intention, uh, is, uh, not to really be that, uh, type of vibrancy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We're, we're, uh, we're really focusing. We, we, Label, our, label ourselves as a, a luxury lifestyle property, oh, nice. uh, a little more on the luxury side than the lifestyle side. Um, and That's good. You know, we do have, uh, we're 265 rooms. Uh, we have two pools. We have a ground level pool called Cleopatra's Pool, and the seventh floor pool is called Seven. And uh, attached to that is, cool. a, is a lounge. Yeah, Seven. We like to keep things simple and easy. That's a troubling movie. But other than Seven. that, um, yeah, it's going to be oh, a good pool. Right. Oh, wow. You're going way back. Oh. <laughs> You're going way back. Yeah. I think it's because Brad Pitt's going to be 60 next month. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, is? that's an old. Yeah, that's an old. Yeah, that's an old. old is he sorry, 60? Old movie. Wow. Yes. There's I no only way. know that because not like I'm not, I'm not, okay, for our listeners out there, I'm not a Brad Pitt fanboy, <laughs> but we got, and my wife and I got into a discussion about great movies, and some of our favorite movies are uh, like, um, a River Runs Through It or oh, uh, Legends yeah. of the Fall that Great both movie. have Brad, Brad Pitt in it. And we were like, how old do you think Brad Pitt is? And I said, I don't know. He's got to be in his 50s. And so we looked it up and next month he'll be 60. We're like, oh, wow. that, means, that means we're getting older. But anyway, so, so he, I, you know, this is, yeah, again, he's older than us. you know, yeah. I, I, blame, I blame you, Allison, for always I, derailing yeah, the show. But now I realize it's no, me because it, we were talking about it, the pool seven that threw me into a, into a tailspin. That was so random. It was random. So yeah, that's a, actually a great yeah. name for the pool. So. I'm sorry, Joe. And, please and a movie. <laughs> such a good movie. Too. Such a good movie. Yeah. So, so anyway, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So seven uh, will have a, a pool, a lounge, uh, and also a sports bar environment. Uh, once nice. uh, that's good. Uh, on online gaming became legal for sports books, uh, you know, and uh, there were licenses issued. We're not. We don't have a sports book license, uh, but we did design the space around a sports bar theme so we'll have about 20 tvs uh we'll stream all the odds live from caesar's palace uh sports book to um one of our tvs it'll be rolling so during nfl season we'll have the same screen you wow. see in caesar's vegas that's cool uh in our in our space and then uh, we'll have a restaurant as well uh with a private dining room for up to 50 people and then the pr- then the space transitions at night uh to be more of a lounge so we'll still do the dj bottle service music 
but it won't be uh, at a level where in my past experiences, like at the W, right. it'll be a very different experience than that. Right. You're just going to get a different crowd. You're going to get a just a just a much more mellow crowd there, I think. So. A, bit, a little older. Yeah, a little, little bit older. A little, little yeah. bit more refined. A little bit more finessed. A little more finessed, exactly. A little bit more moneyed crowd. A little more capable. Culture. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you were going to say capable. Yeah, I was. I was, but I stopped. Financially <laughs> capable. <laughs> That's who we're going after. That's good. Yes. And, and that's good. And you're gonna you're gonna see that. There's a lot of there's a lot of that here in the valley and certainly in our city. So I think yeah. you're gonna get a lot of uh, a lot of use out of that. I think so. And you know, we're really uh, gearing towards, you know, uh, the, the eleventh floor of our hotel has five penthouse suites that are about twenty five hundred square feet. So when you think about oh only five suites in that level, um, they are absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Full kitchens, uh, islands. Pool tables, uh, I see balconies. A, I see a Chief Walther staycation. Oh my them. gosh, those sound amazing. There's a pool table in them? In them, yes. Oh. yes. And uh, th- we have uh, one suite, which we're naming the Caesar Suite. Uh, looks right at Camelback Mountain. Uh, and it is just spectacular. Wow. It's un- unbelievable. Yeah, they're, they're beautiful. So 11th floor will be uh, the, the place uh, for those people to go. And then, uh, the, um, and then we also are very, very happy that we have uh, Luna, uh, our uh, Italian restaurant by Giada De Laurentiis. She is uh, phenomenal. She has a restaurant in Las Vegas called Giada's. Um, she is Roman Italian cooking. Uh, we'll be open for dinner service uh, only. And um, really just her food is spectacular. Um, and, you know, as a matter of great. Yeah, it, it is absolutely amazing. And then we also have uh, Cleopatra's pool, uh, which will be our main pool in the hotel. That's a ground level pool. They have cabanas, bar uh, mm. area there, uh, TVs, more TVs. And, uh, and what's really unique about our uh, property also is that we're designed for to have fairly good meetings and events. So we have a 7,000-square-foot ballroom. Nice. Uh, we'll be able to do uh, some of the bigger social events that downtown Scottsdale hasn't been able to attract uh, only because of the size of right. the space. So right. we really are happy about getting the, 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 uh, the fundraising events, uh, the charity events really just kind of driving that home. So it's designed to, I see breakfast with the chief coming up at Caesars. Yes. <laughs> breakfast yes. with the chief at Caesars. With 500 of your best friends. Great fundraising uh, yes. opportunity. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we can do that. So, you know, we're, we're really happy. And then so the seven concept is a partnership with uh, right hospitality. And okay. this is really kind of a new venture for them. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're tapping into the, uh, the higher end, the luxury uh, concept. Uh, and we're kind of creating this new space uh, together that we're really looking forward to. And uh, that's awesome. I think fun. Riot uh, Hospitality Group has really expanded their, their operations, not just in Scottsdale, but in now into, into Gilbert, into Chicago, into, you know, I think places in Florida. I mean, they're Nashville, just, yeah, Nash- they're, Denver. Yeah, they're so what, that's a, that's a, they've, uh, they've also been a great partner with Scottsdale PD. And, and that's, um, that's a great collaboration between them and Caesars. Yep. It really is. It really is. And, you know, with, with us, um, you know, our focus is to, um, you know, kind of drive the Caesar Rewards membership. Uh, there's about 70 million members worldwide. And wow. th- th- those members, yeah, it's, it's a lot. And those members can use their points, Caesars points, for stays at the hotel. And they can also earn points when they stay at the hotel. So it's really uh, our rewards program is so robust in a way that when you compare it to the other uh, major chain hotels, um, you know, the, the, the redemption for us is 100%. So uh, whatever we are, whatever our rates are, that's what we receive uh, from Caesars. And, and that's something that's very unique to our industry. I'm pretty embarrassed right now about our 25 listeners. 
Stop. Just, <laughs> You're like, we're the 70 million people. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, I think that's, uh, that's 20, a... It's 26. That sounds, like a, that sounds like a marketing problem uh, with the community engagement. I, I agree, Chief. <laughs> we'll get right on that for your 70 million. <laughs> <laughs> like 70 million. Because there's got to be some residual uh, money now that we can make right. based on those 70 million listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, that's great, Allison. Thanks. That's terrific. Um <laughs> Get there. You know, right. Joe, it's, uh, I know that, uh, you know, this, this project, um, has gone pretty smoothly, but it, it, it's not without obstacles, right? I mean, have you had any issues or struggles or obstacles, uh, you know, that you've, you've had to overcome, um, and kind of connected to that. Can you talk about the parking and, and how parking is, especially in old town, get a lot of discussion about parking, parking credits, and there's not enough parking. Can you kind of talk about challenges and then, and then some of the parking down there? Absolutely. I mean, Remarkably, uh, when you talk about supply chain uh, challenges that I think everyone's experienced, we really haven't had any supply chain challenges. That's awesome. Uh, you know, a lot of our, uh, for example, all of our exterior glass came from China. It all arrived on time, uh, on schedule. Uh, it, you know, those things really are, are that you would think would have been a problem, uh, have not been an issue at all. Um, you know, some of the things that we're uh, experiencing right now are, um, you know, it's, it's really uh, more of the fine-tuning delays in construction. Uh, we're delayed about a couple weeks. Uh, so when you think about, you know, furniture being installed, those finishing touches, uh, you know, only two weeks compared to uh, what other projects are seeing out there, we're pretty happy about. Um, our um, parking situation is, is pretty amazing. We're, we're uh, on Mace Ridge land that owns Fashion Square Mall. Uh, so it's a land lease. Uh, and all of our parking is at the Mace Ridge parking garage. Uh, we'll have valley and cell parking all covered. Um, when, you, when you look at it, there aren't a lot of covered parking spaces with the resorts in the valley. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is uh, outside. Uh, and, you know, we have over 200 spaces in the garage dedicated just for our guests uh, to be able to park in. And um, that's all uh, leased spaces as well. So, you know, the, the, the property, um, when you consider the land value and the parking value, uh, we've been able to save on that and really use those funds towards a hotel, towards the quality of the guest room, uh, quality of, of the space mm-hmm. uh, and the outlets. But, you know, the biggest concern, I, people ask me what keeps you up at night, it, it's staffing, hiring people, right. hiring good people. Right. You and me both, Joe. <laughs> and he, uh, us and everybody else, yeah. yes. It's, yeah. uh, it's everybody. But uh, that is really the part that concerns me. So, you know, we will have an aggressive, you know, we're slowly ramping up uh, right. our property uh, we've been really just kind of uh, uh, sporadically hitting social media. You know, we don't want we don't want it to be too overbearing too soon, and then we want to slowly ramp up. And then as we get closer to opening, and then really just kind of push it through social media channels, uh, local media, national media, and then uh, once we open the hotel uh, at the end of February, first part of March, um, you know, we'll be we'll be ready to go. Yeah, yeah. You gonna need a director of security. Uh, yes, we do. Yes. Yeah. And hey, let's talk maybe after this. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Someone, yeah. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. This is great. You know, you mentioned Mace Rich too, which is uh, Mace Rich. Shout out to Mace Rich and, and a good friend of mine, uh, Director, uh, VP of Security, uh, Chris Wywoody, who's out of uh, California, but uh, another amazing absolutely amazing partner uh, with the Scottsdale Police Department is Mace Rich. And so it's great that, I mean, Mace Rich is doing pretty well this, since it's their land and their parking and it's, uh, you know, a lot of great lease agreements. But um, anyway, yeah. just just great it, partners. Yeah, I mean, when you, when you connect all the dots uh, with all of our partners, it really is amazing. 
uh, the caliber of uh, and the quality of our partners that we're connected to uh, kind of uh, really sets us apart yeah. from a lot of other destinations. Yeah. You guys so, have a lot of staffing going into this, trying to think about how many people. I can't even imagine. You, uh, yeah, and, and, and you know, a lot of uh, properties around here will use uh, third parties. When, you, when we talk about uh, Luna uh, by Jada, when we talk about Seven, you know, they're all our employees, um, which makes it nice because it's really their concept, our employees, and we manage the entire operation. Uh, so it's designed in a way that gives us uh, good, you know, control over quality, good control over, you know, everything uh, having to do with the hotel. Um, when we talk about valet parking, you know, we'll be running our own valet as well, where a lot of places wow. uh, don't do that. Hire out. Um, so, you know, we, we feel that because of our location and the exposure we have there and with the Caesars name recognition, uh, we, we hope to be able to draw good quality employees mm-hmm. uh, that work at our hotel. And, uh, that what we're really taking advantage of is our, our our service culture and training. You know, unfortunately, there's just not a lot of time for properties to do that these days, and we're we're fully committing uh, every resource we have towards that before an employee starts. Uh, you know, as an example, in Luna, uh, a, a server has to know uh, every food item on the menu, every ingredient in that food item, every oh, wow. allergy, <laughs> every allergy. I mean, literally before they even hit the floor and are able to do their job, uh, the training and the intense training that goes into that um, is the kind of training that we'll be able to provide. And, and when we talk about our culture, you know, because it's a new brand, there really is no defined culture. Yeah. I call it the soul of our property. So we're defining the soul of, of who we are and what we are. And, and I like that. Having that is Stealing exciting. It. Is exciting. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Yeah, that's really great. So, you know, and I think Allison alluded to this, but how many total employees is Caesar going to have? And what's your opening date? Because that's that, that'll determine then, you know, I think how, how soon you bring employees on. Sure. Uh, total, uh, so because we're opening in peak season, mm-hmm. you know, we expect to have about 300 plus employees at, wow. total. Uh, and then that'll obviously ramp down in the summer as we slow down a little bit. Um, and, and, uh, yeah, I mean, 300 employees to hire our, 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 um, hiring plan is, uh, really the first part of January will really promote, okay. uh, job fairs the entire month of January, train people first week of March, first week of April, uh, February, and then train them the whole month of February. Okay. And then they start March 1st. So March 1st is our targeted opening right now. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So a month of training, you know, so I can get a tour before then anytime you want. <laughs> yeah. We do a tour after this. You're not going to get rid of them. <laughs> I love no, it. No, I was there for a tour and then I, I had to leave early before the tour started. And yeah. I keep talking about, it. I'm like, I got to get over there and get a tour of the place. Cause you get a f- good feel for it now. There's yeah. a, it's all coming together. Yeah. Oh, that is yeah. so oh, awesome. That's, nice. that's going to be here yeah. before you know it. I think I have a countdown calendar on my, on my desk. I think it's about 78 days, uh, to our opening. When do yeah. you start taking bookings? And so how do you create like a, a buzz or an excitement for, uh, for people to, to really be in to say, Oh, they're going to open, you know, I want to, I want to be in there first. I want to sleep in the bed first. I want to, you know, all well, even that. just like that Caesar's name on it too. People are going to yes. be excited right. once you get it out there. But, Absolutely. Oh yeah, my gosh. I mean, we, we've been selling the hotel, uh, for about a year now, uh, to group bookings. Uh, so starting in April of 24, uh, we've been taking, uh, group bookings and we have our first booking uh, actually uh, end of March. So no pressure mm-hmm. on the people who are putting it together. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Yeah, <laughs> our whole sales team is is intact, is in place, and um, and they've been booking all the way through twenty twenty five. We've got a great. 
base of business on the books. Uh, we have a pretty good base of summer business in 2024, which for us is really important because that's our, our insurance plan to have a successful uh, right, year. Right. And, um, and then we'll start taking live reservations December 1st through wow. the Caesars uh, call centers and the Caesars uh, website. Uh, so you'll be able to book a reservation starting in April of 2024 on December 1st. Wow. So coming get, up. Yeah, get, it's coming up. Get, get in line. Yeah, exactly. It'll be, uh, yeah, we're, we've been working. Like at midnight, so I could be up and just <laughs> waiting, 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 midnight. Well, we, we could set Presidential something up suite. a pre-booking uh, moment uh, for you specifically. <laughs> he gets mad with the crappy reception. <laughs> yes. I already got bumped off the website. <laughs> I know. It might be, yeah. Hopefully we have that problem. That would be nice. Yeah. That's funny. Okay, so for any of their guest experiences in your prior hotels, what would you say was the most memorable? Like who? Who? Oh yeah. Uh, well, I I, uh, I had to say the most memorable when I was at the Phoenician. Uh, there were a lot of uh, memorable people that came by. Uh, you know, uh, the ones that stand out are people like uh, you know uh, John Travolta. Oh my gosh, uh, Charlie I can't Sheen. Even imagine. Um, but for me, the most memorable was Demi Moore. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah Why she, that? Uh, well, she, uh, she, um, you know, had, uh, had just, uh, gotten divorced from Bruce Willis and, um, she was, uh, wanted a tour of an area called the Canyon Suites and which is an all suite, uh, building, a very exclusive, she was a different location. So, um, I, I was asked to go meet her and, uh, show around. So I, I, uh, said, okay, I'll, I'll do it if I have to. Do you get twist, nervous twist or you're just business? I wasn't nervous. No, I was more excited than the nervous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not really sure where this story is going. <laughs> yeah. She's, <laughs> Joe's very good at pointing out, she was recently divorced. Recently divorced. <laughs> I was and getting she, a little nervous. But she had her kids I'm with her. She, she had three kids, three young kids. Right oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So yeah. the yeah. story yeah. just got yeah. just and I, I, very I, I, G-rated. I'm happily married, of course, for, for many, many years. So <laughs> Outstanding good. recovery. Yeah. yeah. So thank you. So she, uh, so I, I shown her around and uh, I think we spent about two hours together. Um, but she had this uh, uh, request where no one make eye contact with her. You can't look her in the eyes. What? She just was very uncomfortable with that. So um, I, would, I kept wow. looking up, you know, looking around. It was two hours of not knowing where, you know, to look. Uh, and so, so, so bizarre. Well, and so the next day I get a call again. And, uh, and I, at, at her request, she wanted to see a few more suites uh, in the Canyon building. And I'm like, oh, please. okay, here oh we go. Gosh. So two more hours the next day. And she finally picked one and then she was taken care of. But that, that was my most memorable because I got to spend a lot of time with her one on one. She's a great, great person. Really nice. So weird. Uh, really, really nice. Just very sincere and very nice. Yeah. Yeah. You should have put sunglasses on and just wore them all day. I know. Doing the I tours. Should've. Yeah. Indoor. Yeah. <laughs> something. <laughs> you, you know that Steve right now is going to be playing. Uh, I think it's Corey Hart. I wear my sunglasses. Yes, at night. that one's a good. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's you probably so don't funny. remember that. That would have been a good okay. Call. What's you yeah. don't have to name names. What's your worst? Like your absolute like I never want to see this person again because of odd requests. Just what happened? Yeah. No. Uh, I don't know if I can say that. I, I can't talk about that. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. That, that, that was that would have been the worst. But um, no, really, they're, they're really they're everyone. All of those. Uh, people uh kind of of that caliber are, are very nice and and just real people you know at the end of the day uh there isn't anyone that really 
uh, caused uh, any issues. You, you are know. so polite and professional. <laughs> um, he is in the hospitality industry, so okay, uh, true. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. But uh, <laughs> you don't expect him to be uh, inhospitable. Uh, I, I totally yeah. want to hear all the stories. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk. Yeah. You can see yeah. who came up with That's these true. questions. Like, Allison <laughs> wanted to know the dirt. Give me some yes. dirt on yeah. some celebrity. And <laughs> well, I mean, don't worry. Nobody's listening except for our family except members. 25, I went to her people. office and there's People Magazine all over the place. <laughs> <No>. and, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 Teen I'm Bob. sure I'll get sued. Teen Vogue. And <laughs> Teen Vogue. <laughs> All right, you know, Joe, we like to always uh, kind of make the segue from all the amazing things that you're doing and how Caesars Republic is getting ready to roll out and your time in the hospitality industry. And we like to make that connection between you and Scottsdale PD. And you have a, you have a great connection with Scottsdale PD. Um, and you, you sat on the use of force review board. I'm pretty sure you've been on the major incident review board. Um, you're, you you sit on the uh, the board of the Scottsdale Police, the newly created five hundred one c three Scottsdale Police Foundation. Uh, you are just oh, you sit on my um, the Chiefs Community Engagement yep. Group. I mean, you are just so connected to Scottsdale PD, and and I think really doing your part. Um, you almost like I, th- I think if people have a civic responsibility, you you've taken that to the stratosphere. Can you talk about your connection with Scottsdale PD and? kind of the things you've seen over the years and learned uh, as a as a part of our boards? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I can't tell you how uh, it's an honor for me to really be part uh, of everything with Scottsdale PD. Uh, and, uh, and I feel that it all started for me with the Citizens Academy. That's where um, I think uh, uh, your predecessor as commander uh, 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 signed me up for it. Didn't know what it was about. Didn't really understand much about it. Uh, and then once I went through it, it was an eye-opening moment for me where I really, um, you know, wanted to become uh, more and more involved. And and you were kind enough to invite me to be part of a lot of those uh, committees. And and uh, um, uh, so for me, it's 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 nothing but an honor. And uh, it kind of it's reciprocal in many ways because you know as much as you put into something, you get back. Um, I feel like, uh, you know, the support I've received from Scottsdale PD, from yourself, and, and even from your entire team uh, has been tremendous uh, in, in ways that, uh, you know, as a, as a business person in Scottsdale, that relationship uh, will, 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 you know, skyrocket uh, me personally into uh, everything we do and everything we, we look for. Um, you know, there, there's been, in, in, a, in a time where, uh, the, the Scottsdale is at its peak and, and there really isn't any more juice to pull out of Scottsdale PD. Uh, you know, you found a way to pull a little juice, additional <laughs> juice out that helped me and, and my business, yeah. uh, uh, succeed and, uh, couldn't, we couldn't have done it without you. So, uh, for me, it's an honor. The, the engagement community, I think is something that, you know, it, uh, it is, um, uh, you know, light years beyond, uh, any other city. Uh, or organization, what the, what what you do with that uh, is really special, and uh, the connections uh, I've made from that uh, have been special as well. Um, the use of force, you know, I, I've appreciated having a voice uh, from a uh, the community perspective on on you know things that have happened uh, that you're looking for, kind of a uh, and it's almost I call it an uneducated because I'm really not involved in the policies and procedures of day to day, you know, how, right. how you do your job, but, uh, you're, you're, you're asking for a perspective that's different than that. So I appreciate that, yeah. uh, because I think I represent more of like what the community is, is what they're seeing, what yes. they're thinking, what they're viewing, 
Um, so, and, and it's, it's, it's an amazing thing to be able to ask for that, uh, kind of perspective. That's awesome. You know, it's, it's, uh, I think it's a good segue into letting our listeners know is that, um, what Joe's talking about on the use of force review board or the major incident review board is that we bring our use of force review board meets on monthly and, uh, it, it includes in the organization includes our experts, uh, in the, within the PD, typically our sworn experts that are that are experts in firearms and defensive tactics. Uh, and so true operational components of the organization and training. And so, um, but then we also bring on uh, citizens from the community. Uh, we don't do, we don't call it what they, what they talk about uh, very typically back East or in the Midwest or on the West coast. They talk about citizen oversight. And it's not really citizen oversight. It's citizen participation, um, and in Scottsdale, we have citizens uh, that come on the board or use a force board and just in, in an effort to be completely and fully transparent with our community on the force that we use during arrest situations. Uh, and then we look at and the citizens with our experts look at use of force cases that have occurred within the last month. And then they have a vote. They vote whether that's in policy, they believe that's in policy or not in policy, uh, and then that's forwarded to uh, the executive team, the command staff in the organization for for further review if necessary. And so um, we really include uh, a number of citizens on the board that we provide uh, training to, that they get an understanding of our policies and procedures, and it really adds an extra layer of, uh, of transparency importance to what we do because it involves the community. And the major incident review board is when we have an officer involved shooting or an in custody death that we convene the major incident review board that also has citizens on it uh, because we want uh, our the citizens on the board to review that use of major use of force um, with our experts in the organization to confirm that we are in policy or let us know uh, that it's not in policy that they have questions about that that we need to you know modify policy and so it's terrific. We also have uh, folks uh, citizens on our. Uh, vehicle operations review board, uh, and that's for pursuits or collisions. And so um, we, we have rolled in a lot of citizen uh, participation into um, our major reviews of all of the, the significant things that go on in the organization. And, and Joe, you've been a terrific, terrific part of that. So it, is it interesting to you, the, the use of force stuff? Is that uh, mm-hmm. a, anything that has caught you by surprise or um, as, a, as a citizen, uh, as a resident and, and businessman in Scottsdale, um, do you get surprised by the amount of force or the use of force that is, is being used on a pretty regular basis? I mean, for me, it's fascinating. Uh, the, the, the different options, uh, the different tactics uh, that police officers use. My wife gives me a hard time. She says, in my previous life, I was probably a police officer or Definitely. I've always wanted to be one, which I think is partially true. But, um, I mean, for, for me, it's really uh, interesting how – uh, the amount of training that goes into Scottsdale PD, yep. and, and, and there, there's there's so many additional levels of training that you all do with your officers before they even become officers in Scottsdale. Right, um, and it's it's a lot more than then you know, how to do your job. It's about community relations. It's about, you know, how do you interact with, with citizens, uh, the different segments of citizens in the community, how you connect with them, and how do you get them to feel comfortable in, in approaching, you know, Scottsdale PD. Uh, that, that to me was the most fascinating. Yeah. I think for the, like, the use of force review board, too, it's interesting when citizens are there because it's more of a discussion. And for officers, uh, being the use of force review board secretary, no big deal. Um, <laughs> that is a big deal. <laughs> it's a- 
<laughs> Can I say assistant? <laughs> Secretary is such an mm. old school term. You're right. It, yeah. um, administrative assistant. Yes. Uh, but it, for us to hear what you guys think and that it's just a totally different perspective. So it's amazing to, you know, see you guys and you're like, well, could this be undone better? Why do you guys do this? It brings questions and it's an amazing to hear. And we can actually change like, you're right. We can train that differently or we can teach this a different way based off of what you guys say. So it's phenomenal. Yeah. No, and, and, and I don't know if other police departments do that, uh, if they, if they go to that level, but, uh, for me, you know, uh, just to be a part of that is amazing. It's, it's, you learn a lot from it. So when you hear something on the news, like the, uh, shooting that happened last Monday, you know, it, you, you think about it differently also right. as a citizen, right. you know, and, and uh, knowing that they can go into different uh, other municipalities uh, throughout the state. Uh, there's just those things that, you know, we're already aware of that. And within our social circles, you know, as those conversations come up, you know, we can help kind of educate them. Yes, that's exactly it. And you started with, with Citizens Academy and I spoke at the Citizens Academy graduation Last week, we have had just had another class graduate, class 65, and that is the discussion that I have is that ultimately when you get to peek behind the curtain, um, whether it be in Citizens Academy or you're on the Use of Force Board or Major Incident <clears throat> excuse me, Review Board or Vehicle Operations Review Board, you get to peek behind the curtain and you really get to see how we do things. And ultimately, what we found is that Citizens Academy graduates and all of our people who are on our Use of Force Boards they wind up being great ambassadors for the organization because yep. they know exactly how we're doing things um, and why and the why behind it. And we are different. Um, we hold our hold ourselves to a higher degree, a training standard, a behavioral standard, a professional standard than a lot of other agencies. And so um, that's a, I, I just think that's a that's, that's a fantastic for us and I think for our citizenry. But you're also part of my community engagement group. And for our listeners out there, I, I have a. A community engagement group. It's different than the community engagement unit that that Sergeant Samsis is a part of, and that Steve uh, Perry, who's uh, who is our running the entire show here. He's usually all the sound. <laughs> he's my sound effects guy. Um, they're part of the community engagement unit and section both because we have brought a new lieutenant into that position as well. That's different than the community, the chief's community engagement group, uh, which is a group of citizens and business owners and community leaders, not just from Scottsdale, but from all around the valley. Uh, because, you know, we, we have such a vibrant community and uh, entertainment district and resorts and major special events that we bring in people around from around the Valley community into that community eng- engagement group. We meet every six months and we talk about things that are going on uh, in the organization, new units that we've rolled out. In fact, I think last time uh, we just had a meeting in September, right? Yeah. September, October. I thought it was October. Yeah, it might have been October. October. My months are getting crossed. So (laughs) we just had uh, our fall meeting, and we had a presentation from the community engagement unit uh, about all the things that we're doing to connect with the community. I think prior to that, we had the in March we had the human exploitation and trafficking unit do a presentation. But it's just a great opportunity to discuss and be transparent with the community. And Joe, you're part of that as well. Uh, I think between Caesars Republic and all the things that you do, Scottsdale PD, your wife might not. Not, not ever see you. <laughs> yeah, how yeah. do you have time for all of it? I don't understand. Yeah, uh, you know, it, it, it somehow works out. It, 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 <laughs> it somehow, I'm not sure how, but it's, it always works. She's out playing somehow. tennis. It's okay. Yes. It's yeah. Or golf, yeah. right? Pickleball, <laughs> tennis, oh yoga, Pilates. Yeah, yeah. I want to be her in my next life. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do that now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. No, it. Uh, no, but it, it is an honor to be part of all that, and. Um, you know, again, you know, uh, seeing who's a part of the community engagement committee, 
uh, you have you know your representation from the different uh, religious organizations. Yes. You have representation from the different business communities. You have, yeah. I mean, just really every kind of angle, uh, bring every bringing everyone together into yes. one room and uh, sharing thoughts and discussions. Totally. Uh, it, it really is almost, it's very magical. It is a makeup of our community, uh, be it, uh, you know, black, white, uh, Hispanic. Um, just we cover every demographic. Uh, You've brought up religion. We bring up just community uh, groups, community activists, uh, residents, business owners. It really is a pretty, a pretty eclectic group. And so um, a lot of good, a lot of good information, a lot of, a lot of good discussion. Uh, during those during those meetings so thanks for being a part of all that and being a part of everything that you do thank you joe we sincerely appreciate your recent visit and the productive conversation with our chief the expertise you brought to our conversation is highly valued as you and your team at caesars move closer to the grand opening next year please accept our best wishes for a successful and smooth launch your leadership and vision are inspiring we look forward to witnessing the successful realization of your project all right, team, it's that magical time of year again. You know, when some of you have already ninja your way through Black Friday sales and others are planning the great December 24th shopping sprint. But for the rest of the merry procrastinators, here are a few holiday shopping survival tips. Car Lockathon. Treat locking your car like it's an Olympic sport. Gold medals awarded for remembering where you parked it, too. Valuable vanishing act. Got valuables? Great. Leave them at home or play the game of hide and seek with them in your car. Driving an SUV without a trunk? Time to get creative. Tuck them away like you're hiding the last piece of pie from your coworkers. Out of sight, out of mind. Parking lot zen. Breathe deep. There's enough asphalt for everyone. Parked in the next zip code? No sweat. Think of it as your daily workout. You'll be racking up steps on your fitness tracker and can justify that extra holiday cookie. It's a win-win. Happy shopping. And may the parking odds be ever in your favor. It's been great having you on the show, but we're not going to let you go without this. Is uh, Allison usually has this is a we segue from from uh, our discussion about Caesars and about the PD, and and uh, this is Allison's favorite part of the show. Where then she just throws uh, oddball questions at you and I. Um, yeah, I Allison, it. what I love it. Can't okay, wait. these ones are uh, kind of Thanksgiving-ish, Black Friday shopping. I don't know, but. Two Vegas ones. Okay, so best Vegas movie or favorite Vegas movie? Casino. Oh, that was a good one. I want to grab that before he did it. Uh, <laughs> Ocean's Eleven. I don't remember that one. Isn't that the one that's in Vegas? I'm pretty sure it is. Whatever the Brad one. Brad Pitt. Oh. Yeah, George Clooney. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, gosh, Brad Another Pitt's in Brad that movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is sounding really weird now. Isn't he 60? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he's 60. Meet Joe Black also is another great Brad, oh, Brad Pitt stop, movie. Oh, that's a question. That's and a Fight question, Club. Okay, no. sorry. Yeah. Okay, uh, roulette. Are you going to bet on red or on black? Uh, I have a strategy. Oh. Uh, and, it, and, it's, it, and it's a winner every single time. Black, black, red. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go red, red, black. <laughs> I'm going to black, black, red. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, Thanksgiving dinner. Do you guys do traditional big family or like seafood and just a couple traditional traditional big family although i did get chastised uh, you know my spoken about it before but i have three adult children all married and then uh, two of my three have uh children of their own the last two years i my wife and i flew to whitefish montana to be with our daughter and son-in-law and they don't have kids yet because they're too busy too busy snowboarding and hunting to <laughs> actually have children and uh when we got back two years in a row last year, uh, got back and my my two boys and their their spouses uh, chastised us and said, "You should not be going there. You have grandkids here. Expect you on Thanksgiving. It's traditional. It's tradition. So, yeah, we'll we'll be here. 
Well, I, I, I should preface uh, traditional. <clears throat> you know, typically uh, for many many years, it's a uh, it's a nine a.m. visit to the coach house uh, with probably oh. like fifty that is awesome. of us, and then right at one p.m. we're all home getting ready. You know, cooking turkeys, that's making great. stuffing, and then that is cool. That's part of our trip. It used to be uh, hiking at six a.m. on Camelback, yeah. and then the coach house, but. Uh, kind of yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like just the coach. Yeah, but just, just like when I was younger, it was turkey bowl, right? Where we played uh, uh, flag uh, football that didn't that turned out to be uh, tackle football. Right. Yeah. The older you get, you stop that quickly. Yeah, it goes away. I think they still do that. Yeah. Um, okay. Black Friday shopping online, or are you running through the stores grabbing things, or are you guys just not doing any Black Friday shopping? I don't do any of it. My my wife uh, Gabby does it. Oh, gosh. Cannot stand going out. Okay. Then and how do you guys get things for your wives? Like, do you? Christmas Eve. I got <laughs> You're so, like Target. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I gave my wife the best gift ever 34 years ago. Oh, You're looking oh at it, Allison. Oh my right gosh. Here. You, you knew that was coming. <laughs> I'm going to call the after She hasn't needed anything else since that day. So It's a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. You can get stuff for, for your significant other well before Black Friday or well after Black Friday. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm the last minute kind of guy. I'm like, same. Something might show up on Christmas, the 26th. I mean, last minute for Christmas, though, you have to do, like, what's open? Fashion Square Mall, December 24th. Oh, Amazon, yeah. Amazon's always malls. open. Amazon's <sighs> always open. So it's, but what if they're late? What if they're just miss Christmas altogether? Then you're going to mm-hmm. ruin Christmas, Chief. Here, I got a recommendation for you, Allison. Decaf. Okay, decaf. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> Never. <laughs> okay, last but not least, <clears throat> what is your favorite Brad Pitt movie? Uh, Meet Joe Black. That is a good one. He, all of his movies are great. We mentioned earlier, River runs through it. Oh, yeah, that, so that's yeah. like the yeah, so best. good. But Seven is great. Seven, too. Fight, Seven. Club. Fight Club, Fight Club is Fight great. Club is great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Legends of the Fall. He's great. Legends of the Fall was a good one. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh, another great. <laughs> one. Yeah, there you go. A, that's yeah, a great, it's a great marriage. Yeah. Right there. So <laughs> that sounds like the Allison and James uh, Peters. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all I had. I know, not too exciting. Didn't make you guys say anything. That was silly. easy. No, yeah. that was good. Yeah, that was yeah. that. Yeah, yeah tame, that was, that, mellow. Yeah, yeah, that was that was good Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for that. Thank yeah. you. I'm Decaf. Thankful. Yeah. So, <laughs> Joe, again, uh, thanks for being here. Really uh, enjoyed our time with you, and and uh, really appreciate you, Joe, and y- your friendship and your connectivity to the PD and the great things you're doing in the community. Uh, look very much forward to uh, Caesar's Republic opening and. And, uh, and having lunch with you at, at, uh, at one yes, of the restaurants. Soon. L- likewise, likewise. I really appreciate uh, uh, the relationship uh, with PD, with yourself, and, uh, and your team as well. I mean, it's really grown over the years, and uh, it's nice to see. So um, yeah, thank you very much. And yeah. uh, as soon as we open, uh, and actually, let's get a hard hat on, on, on the schedule. Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I have the perfect one in my office, Chief. You have a hard hat? That's yeah, a that cowboy hat. <laughs> no. <laughs> and to our listeners out there, just, uh, you know, the month of Thanksgiving, and we uh, we in Scottsdale PD are thankful to all of you. We're thankful to to, to be working in, a, in what I regularly refer to as a policing utopia with a great supportive community. Uh, very vibrant, very busy place, uh, great special events, uh, incredible support by a city manager and city council and our mayor. And so um, just very thankful uh, this, this uh, November and this Thanksgiving season. Uh, just, I always end with just do me a favor. Let's uh, have more patience with one another. Let's treat each other well. Uh, if somebody's, you know, if somebody's trying to uh, merge onto the freeway, let them in. It's okay. 
Um, if we treat each other with dignity and respect, I think uh, we'll, we'll be a much safer and, and better world. So take care of each other this November, and uh, we'll see you next month. Uh, remember that uh, that every day offers each of us the opportunity to be more in the service of others, do great things, treat each other well, and we'll see you in December. Thanks for tuning in today, folks. Ah, the holidays, that magical time when our diets consist of cookies, eggnog, and grandma's favorite stuffing. As we all gear up to bid adieu to the year with a bang, let's talk party logistics. Planning to rock around the Christmas tree at those holiday shindigs? Great! Just remember, a taxi or a rideshare is your new best friend. Why? Because spending a few bucks on a ride is way, way cheaper than the $8,000 plus souvenir you're going to get from a DUI. Plus, you get to avoid a police car's holiday lights in your rearview mirror. Let's keep the jolly in our holidays and make sure everyone gets home safe to enjoy their leftovers.